the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Lord said he had many people in this city. They just didn't know it yet. They were people who were still living without the spiritual life-giving power of the Holy Spirit. They They were people who were still living in their sinful and selfish ways. They were still unaware of their need for salvation and God's provision for salvation in Jesus Christ. And the Lord had many people in that city. They just didn't know it yet. What a very comforting thought. The city you live in, the Lord has many there as well. They just don't know it yet. But you and I do. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Join us. We are looking at 1 Corinthians. And the founding of this church can be found here in Acts 18. That's where we catch up with Leighton now. And today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. And verse 8, Crispus, the synagogue leader, or ruler, and his entire household believed in the Lord, and many of the Corinthians who heard him believed and were baptized. So the leader of the synagogue believes in Jesus Christ. The synagogue doesn't accept Jesus Christ as the fulfillment of the Messianic prophecies, so he gets replaced by a gentleman named Sosthenes. We're going to learn about him a little bit more later. You know, founding pastors like the Apostle Paul, they're like the Marines of spiritual warfare. They are the first ones on the beach. They are the best of the best. They are the Navy SEALs. Uh, they are Delta Force. They are Chuck Norris, you know. <laughs> I mean, founding pastors, they're, they're special. They're tough, and they're adaptable, and they know how to roll with the punches, and they keep coming back for more, and that described the Apostle Paul. In fact, in 2 Corinthians 11, he says, Five times I received at the hands of the Jews 39 lashes, three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked, a day and a night I was adrift at sea, frequent journeys and danger from rivers, robbers, my own people, Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger at sea, danger from false brothers, and toil and hardship through many sleepless nights, and hunger and thirst, often without food and cold and exposure. And apart from other things, there's a daily pressure on me of my anxiety for all of the churches. You know, founding pastors are exceptional, and they need to be, because founding a church is not easy. A a 40-hour-a-week and go home and watch television doesn't cut it. You know, I think of my dad as founding pastor of our church, and how often he would come from one job and come home and have dinner with us, kiss us goodnight, and while we were sleeping, he'd go to another job, and he worked two and three jobs and then be a pastor during the day so he could provide for the needs of the family and the, and the needs of the church. Several times that we as a family sold our home and had to move into a corner of the church building so that the funds could be used. And, and that's, just, that, that's just what a founding pastor does. They're exceptional. And sometimes, folks, it can wear you down. And you can begin to wonder if you really are where God wants you to be. And evidently, that's what took place in the life of Paul, because we find in verse 9, one night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. This is what the Lord said. Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one is going to attack and harm you, because I have many people in this city. And so Paul stayed for a year and a half, teaching them the word of God. 
You see, Christians are in the midst of a great spiritual battle where one of the primary goals of the enemies of God is to suppress and silence the knowledge of God. And if you have knowledge of God, they want to keep you silent because they don't want other people to have the knowledge of God. And what the Lord was saying is, do not be afraid. We must not be silent. We must keep speaking. That's what the Lord said. Now, the Lord also said something really interesting. He said, I have many people in this city. I have many people in this city. Now, that was an interesting thing for the Lord to say, because at the time the Lord said that, the church at Corinth was only a few dozen people large at most. The entire church could fit in our choir loft. In the city of a half a million people. You can just think, people say, the Lord said there's many people in this city? How does he define the word many? You know, this is a valuable lesson for us. And this is the lesson. The Lord said he had many people in this city. They just didn't know it yet. They just didn't know it yet. They did not know that they belonged to the Lord. They did not know they were people of the Lord. They were people who were still living without the spiritual life-giving power of the Holy Spirit. They They were people who were still living in their sinful and selfish ways. They were still people who were looking at the world around them through their own eyes instead of the eyes that God gives. They were still unaware of their need for salvation and God's provision for salvation in Jesus Christ. And the Lord had many people in that city. They just didn't know it yet. And as we go through our daily emotions, our activities, we are surrounded by people who belong to the Lord, who just don't know it yet. It might be the clerk at the store with the bad attitude. It might be the coworker who you think is the least likely candidate for salvation. But they belong to the Lord, and they just don't know it yet. And we must not be silent. We must not be afraid. We must keep on speaking. Now, the story continues, verse 12 and following. While Gallio was the proconsul of Acacia, the Jews made a united attack on Paul. That means they got together, and they thought this out, and, and brought him into court. This man, they charged, is persuading the people to worship God in ways contrary to the law. I'll explain that in a moment. Just as Paul was about to speak, Gallio said to the Jews, If you Jews are making a complaint about some misdemeanor or serious crime, it would be reasonable for me to listen to you. But since it involves questions about words and names and your own law, settle the matter yourselves. I will not be a judge of such things. So he had them ejected from the court. And they all turned on Sosthenes, there's that name again, the synagogue ruler, and beat him in front of the court. But Gallio showed no concern, whatever. So evidently Sosthenes was the synagogue ruler who replaced Crispus when Crispus became a believer. And he was evidently one of the main instigators to bring legal action against the Christians. Now, let me explain this. The the official religion of the Roman Empire was the worship of Caesar and the state. It was a form of, it was a form of uh, socialism. The state is God. It is your provider. It is your protector. It is your standard of right and wrong. 
And in order for you to have a religion other than that official religion, you had to have approval from the state or else it had an illegal religion and you could be persecuted and prosecuted for having that. Now, Judaism was a religion that was approved by Rome. And Christianity was perceived by Rome as being a sect of Judaism. And in reality, Christianity is the truest form of Judaism. And that's why, one of the reasons why people who hate Jews also hate Christians. Now, at this time in in Roman history, Christianity was perceived as being a sect of Judaism, which was an approved uh, religion, and therefore Christianity was protected. And what Sosthenes and his companions were trying to do was make a case that Christianity was not a form of Judaism, was therefore an illegal religion, and therefore uh, not approved and protected by the state. And then the Jews could use the police power of Rome to destroy the church. And in fact, decades later, that's what happened. Uh, Christianity did lose its protected status, and as a result of that, many Christians were martyred by Emperor Nero and others. But that was decades yet in the future. The proconsul of Acacia Gallio saw through their scheming and treachery and throughout the case. And when the companions of Sosthenes saw their plan unravel, they beat up Sosthenes. Now I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. Because it's going to be interesting what you're going to see here. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. Are you ready for this? Paul, called by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and our brother, Sosthenes. That familiar name. Our brother, Sosthenes. The the firm brother referred to somebody in the family. When Paul used it, he was talking about the church family. So Sosthenes had become a believer. Now, this is the application. Some of the people who today are the most outspoken critics of the church and Christianity today, we might call brother or sister tomorrow. Some people who do not look like candidates for Christianity today might be called brother or sister tomorrow. When I was in high school, I played football. I played them in a team that was the least likely candidates for salvation you'd ever seen. They were into drinking, they were into drugs, they were into womanizing, they were into violence. And, uh, and there was just me and, and one or two others that were Christians on the team. I happened to go back for the reunion. And somewhere between one-third and one-half of that team had become Christians. And two of them, at least two of them, were full-time in ministry. Some people use their talents and tools and treasures today to destroy the work of the church tomorrow. We might be calling brother and sister. There there are people today that ridicule Christians for their faith in the Bible as being the word of God. But as they see the prophecies of Revelation unveiling before their eyes, they're going to come to the realization that the Bible must be the Word of God. There's no other explanation. They could be Muslim today. They've substituted Allah for the true God. But they could be Christian tomorrow. They could be socialists today. They've substituted the state for God. But they could be Christian tomorrow. They could be hedonists today. And substitute pleasure for God. And they could be Christians tomorrow. 
The Lord said, I have many people in this city. And there could be many people in our city that belong to the Lord. They just don't know it yet. And that's why we must not be silent. We must not be afraid. And we must keep on speaking. Amen? Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you for your word. And thank you, Lord, for revealing its truth to us. And thank you for the encouragement and the guidance and the direction that we receive from your word. Help us to be all that you have called us to be as individuals and as a church family. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Well, friend, you have been listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Layden Sheely, the ministry of Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno. We're encouraged that you join us as often as you do and trust that these times together encourage you in your walk with Christ. If you have questions or comments about our broadcast or the church, Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, a great place to start would be our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Catch up with all the information there and then come back and join us again tomorrow for another broadcast of study verse by verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.